Welcome to the Leverage to Scale show. I'm Amber Vilhauer, founder and CEO of LeverageToScale.com, brought to you by NGNG Enterprises, standing for No Guts, No Glory. We work with purpose-driven business owners to develop their online platform and scale their influence. We believe that you have the opportunity to positively change the world one relationship at a time. Stick around to the end of the show in about 20 minutes and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing marketing podcasts. Let's go. Welcome to Leverage to Scale. I'm Dan. I'm your host today for this episode, and I'm excited to talk to, to my new friend, Vinny, uh, Vicente Enriquez, or Vinny. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. So, Vinny, you are a realtor. Yes. But so much more, right? And and what's interesting is I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs, and I used to work in the mortgage business in an old life, um, worked with a lot of realtors and real estate agents. And, and you're, you're very entrepreneurial. You have to be, don't you? Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's one of the quickest ways to start your own business. I mean, the costs, the, the, it's pretty affordable. I think for most people to jump in and, uh, the barrier of entry is fairly small. If you have the ethics, I mean, not the ethics, but if you have the drive, you can probably make it in business. Yeah. Interesting. So tell me a little bit about yourself then, Vinny, what got you into, uh, real estate and being this entrepreneur? Well, so the funny thing is I was in college. Um, I went to Menlo College up in the Bay Area and I did an internship for Marks and Millichap. They're a commercial real estate company. I did that first semester and I was like, I am never getting to real estate. I, this is not for me. It's not for me. <laughs> and so um, after college, I'm doing some bartending, was doing a little acting, that kind of stuff. And uh, I got to the construction field. And from there, I, I was working, I just never had roots back into my hometown of San Diego because I was always traveling to other areas. And so I did a, um, a year in Afghanistan for construction out there. And I kind of knew, I was like, I need a way out. I need to be able to make a foundation back in San Diego and live there. And I go, well, what's the avenue for me to do it? Well, I already have my real estate license because I'm going to do something outside. I'm gonna do it. Ah, I guess I'm getting into real estate. <laughs> so as soon as I got back from uh, Afghanistan, I enjoyed myself about a month in San Diego and jumped straight into real estate. Yeah. So I, I don't want to make light of what work gets done in Afghanistan and what like our military does, but is, what's worse, Afghanistan or real estate in San Diego? Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, the thing <laughs> is, is <laughs> yeah. so for, um, for Afghanistan, because like, I, I work on the bases, right? So we build like new barracks and things like that. So I'd go out to the wire every once in a while. Yet I didn't really see to the extent that the military, the people out there, you know, giving their lives, all kind of stuff. Right. I had a fairly easy on the base. Mm. And so it's very routine. Right. So you wake up, you can work out, basically go to DFAC, go to the job site, work out, dinner, so on and so forth. Right. In real estate, total opposite. You can have a routine. But usually when, around nine o'clock, when all the other realtors start waking up, start getting going, <laughs> things can vary, things can change. Yeah. Uh, so that's, I think, the, the big difference. It's uh, chaos, chaos in, in real estate. All right. Controlled chaos or just chaos? I think controlled chaos. I think, right. I mean, I think some people allow the chaos to take them over. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, some people have least understanding of the systems and go, okay, this is how it needs to fit in. Like for the mortgage industry, how many times were you getting calls in the, like 
eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock at night. Hey, I need your help. This is so urgent. I need it right, yeah, right. now. Which reality is you can call tomorrow morning at seven o'clock and nothing's going to change. Right. Right. Yep. Well, that's good. So Vinny, as, as uh, this entrepreneur minded person, an entrepreneur running your, your realtor business, your real estate business, um, and also host of, of a show called road to growth success as an entrepreneur, like you live this, this world, but what's the why behind it? What's your drive and your responsibility in the world as an entrepreneur? Um, so in real estate, we are usually with someone during the highs and lows, right? That's when real estate is done in those highs and low moments, right? Birth, marriage, kids, death, divorce, whatever it is. So we get to see people when they're a little bit vulnerable and we get to see what their dreams are and how we can bring those to fruition. And so in that 30 minute span, in that 90 day span, whatever that time frame is, when you meet the client to actually where they want to get to, mm-hmm. you're, you're changing their world, you're changing their life. And so those little snippets of those positives, I mean, really give you that extra drive when you go, ah, do I really want to wake up today at five o'clock? Or do I really want to wake up at this time? So I think those moments, and also too, what you put into real estate, you get it out for the most part. Yeah. So I think those are the two biggest things that really drive me. And it's, it's so fascinating to hear people's stories. And I love that you bring it back to, it's not just, well, I help people put, I help put people in their homes. Like you're at, with them at their vulnerable, at their highs, their lows. What a, what an interesting path to be on for you. Then I have to imagine that's cool. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, um, I mean, that's, I think the difficult part because it's a, I mean, I talked about it before about the idea that we have such a low barrier of entry for real estate. So when you're in someone's low moment, there can be very vulnerable. So you gotta be very careful that you're actually looking out for them and not just looking out for the dollar. Yeah. And yeah, so sure. that's, I mean, that's the, it's a, it's a thin line you kind of weave, um, surviving and also allowing them to survive and grow. Yeah. So Vidi, it seems like every entrepreneur has that story of that moment where they hit rock bottom, they throw their hands up enough is enough. Have you found yourself at those moments in your entrepreneurial journey at this point? Oh, I mean, I, I get them. I mean, all the time. I mean, I, I you, you kind of sit down and you're just like, oh my gosh, this, the world's coming apart. What do, what do I do next? And you start thinking about what other opportunities, what other avenues can I go back to? Do I want to go back into construction? Do I want to go back into bartending? Do I want to do all these different avenues that I've done in the past? And then you start thinking about, all right, where do I want to be in a year from now? Where do I want to be in two years from now, three years from now? And you start kind of just thinking about what you could do today to get you there tomorrow. And then also have faith that what you're doing is going to give you the results that you're hoping for. Yeah. So I love that you frame that. What do I want to do in three to five years, whatever. We're going to get to that in a little bit. Cause I'm, I'm, I can't wait to hear where your mind goes when you talk about that, but let's talk about those hard moments. When that happens, what is one of those hard moments that you were like, Oh, what am I doing? Um, I mean, there's been situations where, I mean, to grow in your, this business, you have to leverage other people, right? You've leveraged them with um, work you need done, admin work, whatever it might be, right? Mm-hmm. So you put faith in, in other people. Yet if they do something wrong, you have to take responsibility of it because you put them in that place to basically do that activity for you, right? So there's been some moments where I've put people in different spots to get me farther along, yet 
there was a mixed ups, mistakes, where now I'm paying thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars. And I'm like, you kind of get angry at them. You get angry at the situation. Yet yeah. in the end, you have to understand you're the one that put them in that spot. So it goes back on you. So how can you change process and not just focus on this moment? Yeah. And thinking about it as, as processes rather than the people that made the mistake, how can we make sure this doesn't happen again, whether it's communication a process, whatever that's really, that helps take frame it in a better way. I feel like, yeah. Well, so, someone told me that, I mean, I, I heard this once and it didn't tell me directly. I think I was at a conference or wherever I might have been, but they said the difference between a, a, a great agent and a mega agent is a great agent focuses on each transaction, right? Yeah. The mega agent focuses on how to make the process of the transaction better. Mm-hmm. So it is, so you're, every time something goes wrong, don't figure out how you can make that escrow go wrong. Cause you're going to I mean, go right. You're going to figure that out, but also figure out what kind of systems you can put in place for the next time you won't have the issue come up. Yeah. I, I mean, gosh, what a, what a great wisdom for any entrepreneur fix those systems, not just that particular symptom. You've got to fix the entire thing. Um, so what's one of your biggest challenges that you've faced as an entrepreneur in the real estate world? You know, the funny thing is, 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 uh, somewhat, so I do coaching a little bit of coaching and I have a, a small team and I was uh, coaching, um, someone, he told me this about maybe a year after we were coaching and he goes, Michael Jordan was a great player, but he wasn't a great coach. Right. Oh, <laughs> so I, you know, I looked at it, I go, I mean, it's, each of us have our own skill sets, our own way of doing things, right? And sometimes you try to walk people through how you got from A to Z. And it might seem very easy getting A to Z, yet quantifying it, saying, hey, this is how you do it, putting that roadmap together and showing someone else how to do that can be a difficult thing. And that's something I think I've, I've been working on, really growing on, to showing how I do something and, and not getting... Um, overly anxious when they can't get there as fast as I can. Gotcha. So I think so, that's probably what's difficult. Yeah. So, so as you work through that, I mean, how, how do you at practic practic and all practicality overcome that challenge? Then what do you do to make that growth happen? It's, it's, so what I figured out is figuring out so every day I, I look at, okay, how did I do yesterday? And what I have planned for today, what I got, what are my big rocks, right? Because you want to get your big rocks taken care of. So I kind of built the the structure of how I talk to my team and my people is that we have a conversation in the morning and go over how they did, what they did yesterday and what they plan to do today. Hmm. So they're, so I'm looking at it from the way I look at my own business. I'm looking at their business the same way. And then it kind of allows us, okay, now what happened? What could you have done better? Now let's figure out if you're in this situation again, what are you going to do differently? And so trying to look at it the same way I do it and try to get them into that same kind of mindset has been something that's, I think, been very helpful. Um, instead of, again, looking at each transaction and focus on the transaction, which I, I've done in the past, focusing more on their mindset of how they should look at the transaction. That makes mm. sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, huge, a big shift. Again, I think, again, it speaks to looking at the symptom versus looking at the entire entirety, the holistic view of it. Um, and, and what great advice, like, th- you know, if you're listening, go back and rewind 
30 seconds and listen to that again about, I love how you meet with your team. Look, what did we do yesterday? How can we improve it? What are we doing today? And what, you know, what are we looking at? What a, an easy, and it has to be a, a quick meeting, right? Oh it, like, yeah. It's, it's very quick. I mean, so, some meetings are based like eight minutes. I think sometimes long 20 minutes, but I heard someone, I mean, again, I, I heard someone else talking, I listen to a lot of podcasts and one of them were talking about, about meetings and meetings can get drawn out as mm-hmm. much as possible. Yeah. Yet you have to have a precise plan of action for each meeting. If they're short, they're short. Yet it also, it saves up the time of the rest of your day, right? right? Because that same conversation, they could be 10 minutes there. They could give me a call at 11 o'clock now and I'm doing some other activity. Now I got to stop what I'm doing. Basically get into that conversation, get into that mindset and then go back to what I'm doing. Now I just lost 10 minutes on the front, 10 minutes on the back and now I'm 30 minutes deep. Right, right. And it's, and it's amazing how much those 10 minutes add up and that get out of the mindset back into the thing, you know, this kind of thing. Um, so if, if you look back over the last year, is, is there one thing if, that if you could redo it, you would? Um, I would say maybe, maybe two years, not, not the last year. I think I've been very, um, very aware of understanding, uh, growth and kind of pushing forward. It's actually probably maybe, yeah. Once before I started the podcast, so I started the podcast, uh, to the January, 2019. And I think I was, I allowed myself to get deflated a little more and really go with the ups and downs yet having the ability to listen to people's stories and how they overcome diversity, how they overcame all these issues that they had to kind of work through and their positive way of looking at things, I kind of started to, to, I think, realize it in my own sense that, hey, it's all right. It's all right to fail as long as you learn something from it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think earlier on, I kind of, I probably wish I, I was okay with that because failure has always been a thing that I looked at in a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Yet now it's something that I go, it's okay to do it because it could be a positive thing later on. Oh, yeah. Well, and I, and I love, I love, so I listen to a lot of podcasts too. And I heard somewhere along the lines that fail is just an acronym for first attempt in learning. Oh, there you go. Right. Yeah. So failure is not always bad. You have to fail in order to learn. Um, so yeah, that's really good. So, so Vinny, you're a, a, a thought leader as a, as a podcast host, you run this team. The real estate world is very, very busy, I would guess. And a lot of noise around you. How do you develop that thought leadership? today to help you grow your business and your brand? And I think that's something that we, we are always fighting with. And I think we're always trying to understand how to keep growing your brand because I think there's a lot of people out there that look at every lender as a dime a dozen, just like every realtor is a dime a dozen, right? So you have to show why you're not just a dime a dozen. You're actually better than the next person or better than whatever it might be. One thing that I've made a conscious effort to is content. I mean, there's some things that you probably take for granted, especially being in the mortgage industry previously. There's stuff that I take for granted that I, I think that everyone knows. Yeah. Yet by not providing that information out there for people to take it on, I'm doing myself a disservice. So I've started to do more YouTube videos, of course, the podcast, and just putting more content out there of just the simple things, stuff that I take for granted. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's good. I- sharing your knowledge, right? Freely sharing your knowledge. That's good. Even in a noisy world, it can work. So I want to get back to, you said earlier, you were talking about what your, the year, the next year, the three years, the five years look like. 
where do you, where do you see yourself Vinny in the next three years, five years, maybe 10 years from now? I, I see myself, um, pushing through growing the podcast, providing information and telling, telling more stories. I mean, I love, I, there's so much, the reason why I brought the podcast, um, put the podcast together was the idea that social media today, we only see 5% of someone's life. Right. And it's always the positives of it. Yeah, when you actually talk to that person, you start see, hearing the nitty gritty of it. You go, "Oh my gosh, it's not as great as I thought it was," mm-hmm. right? And so I want to tell more stories. I want to basically more truths to be be heard out there. Um, and I think one of the one of the negatives I think in, in real estate, and something that I always kind of fought with, is there's such a big failure rate in real estate, right? The whole idea. I mean, was like five years ago, the stat was after three years in real estate, 95% of the people are going to be out of the business. Wow. Something crazy. Yeah. Something crazy like that. Right. And now the number's probably like 80% or something like that. So it's gone down. Yet it's a really easy way to manipulate new agents, right? If you know they're going to be out of business in three years from now, two years from now, right. You can take their database. You can do whatever you want, sell them on a product. That's not really going to work. Right. So just mm-hmm. kind of telling truths that it's okay to fail as long as you go forward and be aware of, of what you're signing up for. I mean, those are kind of the, the stories I kind of want to tell. Yeah. Um, so of course, get the, get the podcast out, have, do more, do speaking engagements, um, slowly grow a team for people to fit and I mean, grow the business. I mean, that's to the extent um, of where I want to be in three years, just kind of growing these avenues out. Yeah. So, so that, that show, by the way, you keep mentioning your podcast host, you're the, you're the host of, road to growth success as an entrepreneur. So those listening, check out uh, road to growth. Um, so if that's kind of your three year, let's pull it back even closer to the, to, to the current time frame. What does success in 2021 look like for Vinny? Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a, uh, it's a good question. Um, so when I first got in the business, my business was really burn and turn. It was cold calling, you know, people, would buy now, I mean, sell now, then move out of area, and they're probably not going to give me a referral, right? Majority of realtors, right, lenders too, a lot of their businesses are referral based, right? So I slowly started building platforms that are going to grow over time, like providing information through YouTube, through all these other platforms. So seeing my subscriber base on the podcast, on the YouTube platform, slowly grow, um, though, and consistently um, our San Diego production slowly go up. I mean, those right there are numbers that I can kind of quantify and say, okay, I had this many subscribers before, now I have this many. So as long as I see the growth happen in those avenues, I'll know it's been success. Yeah, that's good. And, it, and it's, you know, reasonable numbers. You reach for them and you get them and you go to the next level. So, um, so not everybody is listening is in San Diego. So how can our community jump on board and support you in developing that successful vision? Um, is, it the, is it the podcast? Subscribe, right? Yeah, I'd say if you can come to the pod, I mean, come to the podcast when you know someone that has a great story, I mean, feel free to reach out. I mean, if you're a realtor or, or um, have a real estate team in another area, I mean, I always love talking to other people uh, about basically what's going on in their network. One of the goals I've actually, I had, and I haven't really put, put on the, the front of my mind is I wanted to put something consistently out there where I had different agents from different states 
have a property spotlight, right? So what you can buy in New York for this price point, what you can buy in Texas for this price. And every week or every two weeks, three weeks like that, a video will go out and you can kind of just get an idea. Cause it's always kind of fun to go on. What could I buy in San, a condo mm-hmm. in San Diego compared to in Texas? You're getting like a mansion, right? Right. Right. So I uh, yeah. something like that. would be fun. So yeah, if you're, if you're a realtor listening in another, another state, feel free to reach out to me too. I'd love to talk to you about something like that. Yeah. So, so again, the show is road to growth success as an entrepreneur. What's a website or where's the social media that people can find uh, Vinny Enriquez? Yeah, go to the, um, our website, uh, www.enriquezgroup.com. www.enriquezgroup.com. Perfect. Excellent. Vinny, thank you so much for being a part of this. This is a lot of fun. I love getting the, I feel like I'm in San Diego with you. It's, it's really great. So thanks for being a part of the show, man. Thank you. Having me on. so much for listening to the Leverage to Scale show. If you are a purpose-driven business owner or professional who would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit leveragetoscale.com forward slash guest. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your favorite social network. If you do that, just be sure to tag us with a hashtag leverage to scale. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and pick one winner from each platform. What do you win? We are going to promote you and your business to all of our social media fans totally free. Next, if you thought this was a valuable use of your time, please support the show and give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. I believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. My name is Amber Vilhauer, and I thank you so much for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a part of the No Guts, No Glory movement.